Hey, hey, you're listening to the Let's Heal Already podcast for the sometimes impatient, sometimes cranky person doing some healing. And I'm your host, JR. I'm an author, actor, and speaker from Far Rockaway, New York. And on this podcast, you'll hear me cover ground on a variety of topics from mental wellness and emotional literacy to blackness to masculinity and femininity, to ending misogyny and patriarchy, to last but not least, bisexuality and ending sexual shame. Hey, hey. Hey there. (laughs) Hey, everyone, too. So (laughs) we're back at it. We're back at the Let's Heal Already podcast. And this is your host, JR, and I'm joined by a very special guest today, my friend, Rob. Rob. Hey, folks. Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm good. You want to go ahead and tell everybody more about who you are and what you do? Yes. Intro. Okay. Let's see. Um, I'm Rob. (laughs) I am a classical singer, composer, um, also a bird, based out here in New York City. (laughs) (laughs) in harlem um and yeah i also have a podcast with my friend sean bryant um called how do you want it um you can check us out we basically cover um black queer dating relationships sex um entertainment and you know just we just like to have a good time and yeah and chat with the girls so um, yeah yeah check us out over there at how do the letter you want it um on IG, uh, Twitter, and if you search that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, it should come up as well. Yeah, yeah, we love it. We we love the <laughs> podcast. We love the vibes, and we're hoping to channel some of those vibes into today. Yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. So, I'm excited. Me too. So we're actually going to be talking today about the winter blues and how to get through. Mm colder month with less sunlight and stuff you know because i really i'm not a winter girly like i like the Mm. fall because i like it like to get my fits off um i like (laughs) in the spring but when it Mm -hmm. comes to the extreme months like this this the um the winter and the summer i I, personally i would actually take the summer over the winter um okay that's real yeah but the two extremes i just oof, i hate it i hate it yeah, I think I think I'm in agreement there. I definitely well for for a portion of it, I would say definitely the fall over basically anything, but mm-hmm. like you know a mild fall, give me like a nice sixty five. Yeah, I think that's perfect. Sixty five to seventy, keep me there. You know, right. Um, but I'm I'm more or less okay with the winter, and I think it's because I'm like a winter baby. Mm-hmm. And growing up in Florida, we really have the winter, so I think you know, mm-hmm. I think I do okay, but summer be wearing me out. But I do get the the concept of the winter blues and, you know, because most people are not trying to go outside. They're not trying to, Mm -hmm. you know, necessarily do all the things that you're able to do during, say, warmer months, you know? Right, right. And let me tell you something. Let me, this is a a moment of honesty. Is this a safe space? Mm. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I know I had the plans for tonight. I'm the one who sent that to you, <laughs> right? Right? However, <laughs> you're not really feeling it. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. That is okay. Because me too. <laughs> me as well. I, and, okay. Like, you I know was what? Like, Ooh, that's in Brooklyn, huh? Oh, okay. 
a track. <laughs> so you know what it is? It's like, okay, it's the cold. That's the problem. Yeah, I stepped cold. outside for a little libation just a little while ago. I have, mm-hmm. you know, had one or two shots, you know, just mm-hmm. to let the people know. Anyway, but mm-hmm. I stepped out to get some, and I was like, "Wow, um, it's a little brisk." <laughs> yeah, yeah, the back of my neck. Yeah, that feels. Yeah, the hands way. Are standing up and things. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. no, but okay, so. So <laughs> now that we have our, our secured cancel plans. <laughs> oh, no, wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Securely canceled, honey. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, no, I was saying that's how I feel, but I don't know if that's going to be the access <laughs> because what I'm about to get to in this episode is yes. like, you know, one of the tips. Okay, so basically, I'm gonna take us through this episode. We're gonna t- we're gonna be following this article that I found called "14 Ways to Ease Seasonal Depression," written by Beth Orenstein and Michelle Puggle. Uh, it's mm-hmm. on Everyday Health. So, like kind of the backbone of this episode, the structure of the episode, um, and then right. we'll we, like have our own like you know spins on things or talk about the things that we do to get through these tough times but right one of the ways in the article that they 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 gave is make plans even if you don't <laughs> like it so i was giving voice to the emotion not necessarily oh. saying a hundred percent is canceled i understand <laughs> i understand you really don't want to go we don't have to go but I'm just uh-huh. saying that's how I feel. But in the article, as we're gonna get to in a little bit, <laughs> they say go anyway. <laughs> they say go anyway, girl, because news will come for you. And being in community, being around your people, around your folks, uh-huh. is what helps lift you a little bit. You know, so mm. I, we might go, we might not go. Well, we could get to that later, or we'll talk about it. Yeah, about it now. <laughs> you could voice them too. I was just. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had. I think I have voiced my um my thoughts, my feels. Um, okay. I'm down to to further discuss it later. Um, yeah, because we might we might could still tip out, you know. We might could still tip. It's true. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. But so should we start? So should we start with that first um point that they had, or do you want to go? Oh, the that's a great. Yeah. Why don't we just do that? Why don't we just? Yeah, a good segue. Good segue. You see, this is why it's so nice to have someone else here to like be like, actually, it would be a good if we just go ahead with the one that you already started with. (laughs) So again, uh, right. So again, this is going to be 14 different ways. And the way that we are talking about is make plans, you know, prior, stick to a schedule, make plans, prioritize activities right Mm -hmm. so this is especially important if you have the winter blues or seasonal affective disorder aka sad Mm sad so yeah um basically even if you just have casual relationships with people you know it's a lot better than just completely being socially isolated Mm -hmm. um you know there was i don't know if if you came across this online a couple weeks ago rob but there it was on TikTok, I think. I think I saw this video by a creator and she was talking about, 
you know, part of another reason why 2020 was really challenging for a lot of people in addition to, you know, the way the world really shut down is because there were social connections that we had that we weren't aware that were helping us. So for example, mm-hmm. if you're a person who goes and gets tea or goes and gets coffee every day, I think that the barista there is somebody who mm-hmm. positively or negatively um, affects you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Literally just having quick interactions with someone or if you see the same like person, um, the MTA booth every day and mm-hmm. y'all smile at each other or wave at each other, that's a little like that's a that's, that's some, like that's something. It is something. It's part of like the way our minds, because we are such social creatures, it's part of the ways our minds um build like our world. Like it's right. like, oh yeah, I have my I have my coffee shop that I go to, I have my bar near my house that I go to, I have the MTA worker that I see every day at the same time that I say hello to. That helps our mental because we are social creatures. So right. uh, yeah, so it's um it, it is really um, yeah, kind of make plans and try to stick to them. Um, mm-hmm. But you and I, I feel like we're really good at doing that. It's true. A big fan of the show Survivor. You want to tell That's us true. how big of a fan you are and how you got into it, and, <laughs> what and how you got me into it, and how oh you're trying to recruit God. black people. Yes, I'm recruit. I'm recruiting all the blacks. If you black, you listen to this <laughs> to this podcast. Listen, I'm going to get you involved in Survivor 2, okay? I'm going to tell you why and how and everything like that. Let me see. It all started, speaking of the pandemic, look how these transitions just keep, you know, yeah. um, eating it. Um, it was during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> and, you know, I was on Netflix, um, sequestered, honey, um, giving very, um, can't go nowhere, can't do nothing. The world is sick. Let me stay in the house. So I got on Netflix and, you know, I'm always like searching for new shows or whatever. So I go, I think I go to maybe the reality TV section or whatever. And I'm like, Survivor, like, what the fuck? Are you talking about the show from like 1999, 2000? Like I watched the first season, I think, when I was like 10. And I remember like being fascinated back then, like as a child, but like, um, I, I don't think I followed past that first season. I don't remember why. I just maybe, you know, just stopped, um, stopped following it. Anyway, so I see they have, like, season 20 and season 28 or something on there. And I'm like, okay, these are random numbers. It's only two seasons, but let me tap in. So I think I started watching season 20, which is the returning season. But it, it was so captivating. It was like people is kind of lying, manipulating, being strategic, voting people out. They have the challenges. And I'm like, this is crazy. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't the show I remember. This is fucking nuts. And so I was instantly hooked. Um, I think the concept of it more than anything is what keeps people interested. They have, they're up to like 45 seasons now um, and been going for over 20 years. And I think it's because of the concept. It's basically... You have 16 to 20 strangers who you put on an island. You don't give them nothing. Basically, a machete and a pot. And you say, kind of figure it out. Like, build a society amongst yourselves for 26 days. Mm-hmm. But you have two different tribes. They're competing against each other in challenges. And the losing tribe, they have to vote people out. Until you get down to about 10 people where you all merge together and you vote people out from there. What's crazy is at the end they flip it to where the people that you voted out now have to vote 
on a winner who they think deserves the money, the million dollars at the end, which is the prize. And um, it's crazy because, like, over the years, the reason people get voted for to win have changed. Like, the strategy behind, you know, how you vote people out changes. And the cast of people is different every year. So I think that's why people are engaged because it's... You could run the same show, the same season, like, five different times and you'd have five different outcomes. It's so kind of all over the place in terms of, like, how any one player gets to the end and wins and it's i think it's fascinating as somebody who likes social um i guess psychology and um anthropology that kind of stuff like i was definitely mm-hmm. hooked because it's very much a social game so right um yeah i i binged watched all of the seasons and then i was like okay now they got this new diversity clause it's a lot more queer people it's a lot more black folks so let me get that target audience to start watching the show because now we're seeing ourselves and we you know want to keep the show going and give Uh, that and maybe i'll get on there and win me some goddamn money too (laughs) i would love to see that that would be amazing that would be i think Um, i went on a tangent but yeah that's how i got into it and then since then i've just been like you know oh my god friend watch the season if you like it then you know we can we can start going to watch parties and that's what we've uh, you and I and a couple of our other friends have started to do is go um, to watch parties and and like kind of as a community like get into the show. Um, mm-hmm. And so yeah, um, I feel like I'm rambling, but <laughs> that was like a great explanation and like that was very clear and concise and it sounds chaotic because it is chaotic. It, is. it <laughs> like... is, and that's what I love. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> And so yeah, I I really like the show, and I like things like this. And you know, you be you be watching me get I get up like when it t- when it's time for challenges. <laughs> I love things like that. You That's know, your and favorite like, part. <laughs> people's strengths and weaknesses come out, and also mm-hmm. this adrenaline. But then also like so, I'm personally not the biggest fan of reality TV, but I do like this show mm-hmm. because it's like. I guess it's because it's like there's a purpose or like there's like a mission, yeah. like team building, you know, mm-hmm. all of that stuff. Social interactions, mm-hmm. you know. And kind um, of for like a purpose, a larger purpose at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I think some of the reality TV shows that I've been exposed to um, just kind of feel like uh, maybe like just unnecessary drama for no real like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or and they bring like, it back up every mm-hmm. season and you're like oh my god okay enough yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i definitely yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there mm-hmm. yeah that is something that we do the whole um making social plans so we definitely already just have that sort of locked in and when you have that sort of routine um mm-hmm. of like no matter what come rain come shine i know somebody from the group is going to be there on a wednesday for us to mm-hmm. all get together at like in the evening to go and watch Survivor together. And that's like nice, even if I'm not in the best mood, even if I'm not like necessarily excited about the show in particular, uh, and like two seasons ago, Mm -hmm. even if I'm not super excited about the show, it's just nice to have that- Camaraderie. Camaraderie, the community, and also something like mentally, it does something positive mentally for, for me. Mm. to look forward to like oh i know wednesday nights oh yeah that's yes you know what i mean yes yes that's exactly how i be feeling (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
definitely encourage you all to like, you know, start your rituals and your routines and stuff uh, with other mm-hmm. people because it can help. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out a little bit. I'm just gonna read a bit from the article. Um, mm-hmm. So. How common is SAD, seasonal affective disorder? So about four to 6% of people in the United States have SAD and as many as 50% of people in the United States have a mild form of it called just the winter blues when the days get short and cold, you know? So the article goes on to say adults are more likely to experience SAD than Mm than others. And also if you live further away from the equator, you're more likely based on like the sun, how much daylight you get. And I know like uh, even in particular, this particular article, I was, I think I was either listening to a podcast or I was reading something, but basically, you know how like, if you've ever stayed out all night and uh, tried to go to sleep at like, let's say 6 a.m. or 8 a.m. or whatever, Mm -hmm. the sleep that you get then is it doesn't it, for me at least doesn't feel as restful or as good as if I were sleeping during the nighttime, and so um, there have been studies that have come out about these like light receptors, and basically our body produces a certain amount of uh, sort of like chemicals to to keep us awake and uh, fatigue sort of during the day or when there's light outside versus when it's nighttime, our body kind of stops producing those chemicals, which makes it easier for us to fall asleep and feel Mm. more rested. Basically, there's just like a lot of research around like the time of day uh, and how much sunlight you get affecting your levels of energy and also mood for a lot of people. You know, Mm. there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of science behind it. This That's article, mm-hmm, <laughs> this article talks about plenty of ways and options that you might want to consider um, for um, treating this or looking ahead, batting up, preparing, yeah, batting up uh, before the colder months set in. Mm-hmm. The first one that it gives is talk to your doctor and. If I'm keeping it a book, like, I don't really, I'm not a big advice just because (laughs) (laughs) um, as a mental health girly (laughs) who has been in it Mm -hmm. like 2011, um, I've definitely had my fair share of doctors and also uh, psychiatrists. So who like deal with prescriptions and things like that, who Mm -hmm. have been incredibly, um, bias when it comes to like emotional health and mental health and things like that. So I guess like it is good advice if you have a doctor, primary care physician who is receptive to this. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I guess like, how would you know that? Like, I guess there are ways if to you don't, of, If you don't ask them. <laughs> yeah. If you don't put yourself out there. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but, I guess there are other ways to ask and like figure out, ask questions that don't involve you and just to test the waters to see how they mm-hmm. feel about things like that. Like, oh, my friend was saying that. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of see what they say. <laughs> yeah, see what they say. Exactly. And oh, how do you feel about that? Oh, do you have any patients who blah, blah, blah? Or whatever. Right. I don't know if that's going to get them in HIPAA trouble, you know, 
<laughs> like, oh well, yeah. <laughs> there is but, those HIPAA violations, honey. <laughs> right. I don't know, but yeah. Um, so yeah, I I guess with that one, it's not necessarily that it's a bad one, but it's just uh, one that I think you should proceed with caution for that. Test the waters. Know who right. your person is, right? Because I think back in the day, I just kind of had this automatic assumption that. Well, not necessarily with doctors. Wait, did I have that assumption? Yeah, I think I actually did have that assumption with with healthcare mm. professionals. I was like, oh, you're in healthcare. Surely you like, yeah, wellness. And it's like, no, right. girl. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, even more. A lot of them come in with their own stuff and their own, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> And then even more specifically, like, okay, well, maybe a medical doctor wouldn't be the best person, but surely if I'm talking to a psychiatrist or even a therapist, they're going to surely, like, surely. You know, <laughs> be an okay to person to talk to about this um, in a professional capacity. And no, that mm. was not the case, especially not in no 2012, um, 2011. Sure. And stuff. Yeah, so um, I still kind of here and there run into this profession um, who have an extreme amount of bias and will, you know, say things. And especially I notice a trend with uh, people who are above the age of like 40, 50 mm-hmm. plus and things like that, you know, certainly generationally, um, a lot of them have laid the groundwork to uh, for the field of psychology and mental wellness and things to develop. And there are also like an, an, a lot of people in that age range and above who like heavily stigmatized, heavily stigmatized and mm-hmm. not, yeah, not safe people to speak to, even if they are psychiatrists themselves. So yeah, uh, I guess I just wanted to give the audience sort of like a heads up or at least my perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Did you want to say anything? Uh, yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said, what you had to say there. Like, um, mm-hmm. you one would assume that because you, you know, you are a mental health care provider or, you know, a doctor that you would um, <laughs> want the best for your patients. But um, sometimes that's not, that's not the case. Um, you ne- one never knows um, what yeah. biases they have. Um there have been even studies like showing that um, sometimes doctors will um, not take the complaints or um, concerns of their black patients as seriously. Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of stuff also plays a part in into it, I think. So um, yeah, just just make sure you know who you're um, <laughs> who you're going to for the advice is yeah, yeah. How, what I'd re- reiterate. Um, yeah. make sure you have a, um, that kind of relationship with them that's a great point mm-hmm. yeah and then like I know like I know a lot of people who are not black have this idea uh, because of anti-blackness that like oh yeah black people are superhuman they have, their skin is tougher this is tougher right. and so like if you do come to the doctor the medical doctor and say oh this hurts it's like please oh, like, stop fine. being a baby Right. You're fine. You're black. Like you're a superhuman. Like you're black. So... You can take this. <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> and then also like on the mental health front, it's like, oh, you're stop complaining. Up. Like you're you're black. You're supposed to be tough. And mm-hmm. um. So you know, uh, I I I. Is wrong. 
Well, um, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the next one that we're going to go ready your mind in the fall. So, this is number two. Ready your mind for the for the fall to winter transition. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like I said. You know, I am a fashion girly, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just about changing my wardrobe, but it's also like getting my mind ready and preparing for the about to come. Mm. I guess I had not th- thought about that. Like, yes, like literally just preparing, like, you know, this is coming, like get your mind right, start doing, you know, whatever it is you need to do to, to combat it. That's, mm-hmm. I think that's great advice. Right. And what do the, um, say winter is coming the winter like, is coming that's what they yeah. say honey i never watched that it's too gory but i remember the oh. sayings <laughs> right right yeah the, so know, the tweets and things tweet. right i mean so just like yeah prepare prepare to slow mm. down prepare to like i don't know like i don't know are you wait are you into weighted blankets do you like things like that or not really oh no <laughs> i think <laughs> I think something like that would give me anxiety. Like, I'm suffocating. Why is someone? Why is someone suffocating me? <laughs> I like to be free-headed, so I I don't think that will work for me. But I appreciate that it helps the girlies who it helps. <laughs> right. right. Okay. Okay. So yes, that's how I feel. What you know? What <laughs> but, the, but the, the people prop- that need the it proper- for that—that's bad. No. The propaganda, they have gotten to me. The weighted blanket <laughs> girlies have gotten to me. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Was, Speak on I, it. I was not into it. I thought it was the worst idea because mm. I used to have really bad um, sleep paralysis. So that's basically ah. when, right, when your mind is awake, but your body is still like sleeping and it's like you cannot move. So ah. I used to have really bad, really bad sleep paralysis. And mm. the idea the idea of having an extra weight on me night when I'm trying, like, to sleep <laughs> demons already have me in a joke. <laughs> they, they already got me. Already got me. Are you going to you help them? Right. <laughs> and you're supposed to keep me warm. <laughs> right. So, so, but, <laughs> but I've largely, um, I've largely, overcome sleep paralysis or like it doesn't really happen for me pretty much anymore so right and so (laughs) hearing that with the weighted blanket is just like so comforting and like i'm really not a physical touch girly but um you know apparently like you know when you have the weighted blanket and things like that that can help you know you sort of get uh more comfortable with physical touch or if not that, it's more comforting. It's just more comforting. So I was okay. like, okay. Yeah, I was like, okay, let me get me a weighted blanket. Y'all have successfully mm-hmm. converted me. And okay, so, and it's giving. It's giving what it's yeah. supposed to be. Well, I haven't gotten mm-hmm. it yet, but yeah, I'm I'm planning oh, to. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you said you got one. Never mind. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, when we when I come back for the follow-up episode. You have already gotten it, and My, then we can discuss. Uh, okay, how yeah. it has either helped or um, further <laughs> terrorized you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because I'd be like, you want to do what? But I I, I get, you know, the science (laughs) has said, the research has shown. So sure. (laughs) But I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you do it first. And then you let me know. (laughs) First though, you can do it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I feel. I trust trust your judgment, you know? Okay. Okay. (laughs) But I think um, one, did they mention, or am I jumping ahead? Or did they mention like, setting up like a gym routine or like starting to, to do more physical stuff or is that a different bullet point that's later, that's later. yeah that's later that's later okay jk jk i didn't say anything okay right <laughs> pretend you didn't hear anything no i kidding. You didn't hear anything you heard nothing <laughs> so that's actually your favorite or the one that you think you're gonna do so the next one is try mm-hmm. a box so bright light therapy mm. Or, like, they have those light bulbs that simulate, like, the same rays that the sun gives us. The sun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, like, called phototherapy. They have it in boxes, like a little, like, rectangular box that you can, like, put on your desk while you're working. They also, on- they like, they do it in a light bulb form. Like, you could put it into your... Oh, okay. Yeah, and they do it in a light bulb. Maybe I'll do that. Yeah, so you can just like change out your light bulbs during the winter, and it's just those, so it'll still just be light in your house. But it's all, you're also getting the effects. Like what you feel like is sunlight. Exactly. Yeah, that's kind of iconic. They kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Wow. Okay, <laughs> let me look into that. That's <laughs> funny. It's like uh, very fascinating these links between sunlight and the effects that it has on our minds and our bodies and everything, and mm-hmm. this that I just mentioned kind of goes really well into the next one because the next one is use a dawn simulator basically dawn mm. simulators can come in the form of like light bulbs like we just mentioned or they can be like devices like alarm clocks or something so instead mm-hmm. of in, uh, they can they can wake you up with like beeping or loud music or they can just gradually increase the intensity of this uh, light um, in your room. So like, let's say you, you're, the sun rises at 7 a.m. where you are, 6.30 a.m. where you are, the, mm-hmm. the alarm clock or the device or the, they will slowly start to rise at that time too. And I think that one is the coolest, honestly, because I was at my friend's house in Baltimore a couple months ago and she has that, like just all of her lights in her house, she, mm-hmm. And um, control them by her phone. And so different rooms mm-hmm. she'll put on different lights. And then also like she has it set so that uh, it, it mimics the sun. So it'll rise at 630. And by the time she gets back from work or whatever, like it'll be dim in her That's house. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. we have to look into these. Right. Sounds and it's very, very like, right. And it's very like set it and forget it. Like you don't, that's not something that you have to like remember to do. Like it just does it by itself. So it's like one mm-hmm. listening off of the mental checklist, you know? Right. Right. Okay. So love that. Mm-hmm. So before we get to number five, I wanted to just ask, are you watching any cool shows during the summer? I'm the fall right now and <laughs> the winter. Do you have any uh, shows on your to watch list that you're looking forward to? Oh, so many, so many. Wow. Um, it's a little mm-hmm. bit I have on my list that is. I mm-hmm. think right now, um, obviously we discussed Survivor, so that's one um, that I'm watching right now. I also just started binging um, Squid Games, the challenge. 
Oh, the new Which one, yeah. Like, yeah, I didn't watch the original Squid Games because I was like, you know how I feel about blood and gore. Oh, right. Like, that's not going to be for me. Mm-hmm. But I heard that this is like, obviously, they're not killing people. So, okay, I can watch this one. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's basically based off of the show, but you're just eliminated rather than being killed. So, um, <laughs> it's kind of like, um, you know, it's similar to maybe a... A big brother or one of those shows where you're competing for mm-hmm. like i said like a, a big prize this one i mm-hmm. think is like 4.6 billion something ridiculously crazy um but yeah it's like 500 people competing and i think that one is really interesting um i'm like halfway through the um the first like six episodes they released or whatever so that's another one i started um lessons in chemistry but i'm um, taking that kind of slow Mm-hmm. Um, what's that about and it's uh, how do I explain that okay so mm-hmm. <laughs> she is it's based on like I think like the 50s mm-hmm. and um, it's Brie Larson she's she's a chemist mm-hmm. but you know obviously in the 50s like it gave very much girl you're a secretary what are you talking about you're a woman mm-hmm. you can't do this so it's it's basically her combating that and also like falling in love losing that love and like all the fallout from that. I haven't okay. gotten far enough into it to really um, know how it turns out, but so mm-hmm. far it's it's kind of interesting. It's just a little bit heavier, the episode I stopped on. But oh, okay. yeah, so I think those are what I'm, those are the shows I'm watching now. I'm also randomly rewatching um, CSI because <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I like the shows that have the original CSI friend. <laughs> I, I think I like shows that have a ton of seasons and episodes where it's not too heavy. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of them, the people are being murdered, but it's <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not filmed in a way that's very graphic because it's yeah. you know, I think it was the early two thousands when they they were um, filming these. So, and I've seen most of them before, so it it just feels comfortable. I used to watch it with my aunt, and that's that's comfortable for me or like comforting rather. Um, so uh-huh. I'm be watching that, but. I see. Other than that, um, I'm drawing a blank, but people people mm-hmm. recommended a bunch of stuff. Sex Education, um, mm-hmm. the last season I'm supposed to watch. Oh, mm-hmm. um, damn it. Rap Shit, Issa Rae's show. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to watch HBO. the last season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have a couple of things that I need to catch up on. Oh, Great British Baking Show, because I like a good composition show too. Um, yeah, I was going to say, like, I noticed a pattern with like Survivor and then Big Brother. I like, I like a competition reality show. Mm-hmm. I don't like like you, like you said. You if it's not it? about anything, then I don't mm-hmm. really care. But if it's a competition, I do. I'm invested because mm-hmm. I like to see Why? people invested in their passion. Like I like I said, I'm a classical musician. I sing, I compose. Like, and I don't know that there are competition shows that are necessarily for that. But like, I like to see mm-hmm. people, um, doing. I guess competing with their passions, um, if uh, that makes sense. Like, I'll watch any of them. There's one about, like, pottery. There's one about cooking. There's a bunch about cooking. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, just to seeing people get emotional, like, I really love this and I'm I'm going for it. I love any of that kind of shit. So, yeah, those mm-hmm. shows I'm big on. And, you know, a lot of the people who are on Survivor, obviously, like, that's <laughs> surviving, quote-unquote, is not a passion. But <laughs> I think the concept of being in this cult following of Survivor, they're passionate about that, and they're like, oh my god, I get to play this. So, 
in that way, it's, you know, I guess a passion, like, you know, doing, doing something that you grew up watching. Um, but yeah, so those are the shows. Here's a quick announcement. My new book is available for pre-order now. Dear By Men, A Black Man's Perspective on Power, Consent, Breaking Down Binaries, and Combating Erasure is being published by North Atlantic Books and distributed by Penguin Random House. This book is a powerful resource for black bi men to reclaim their identity, counter biphobia, and get empowered, and an offering to all readers looking to thwart the erasure and dehumanization wrought by patriarchy. The anticipated publishing date is April 16th, 2024, but you can pre-order it now. Also, Sometimes Impatient merch for people who are working on it is now available too. We got tote bags, t-shirts, hoodies, and pillows. Lastly, we have Patreon. If you like the podcast as is, there's way more in-depth podcast episodes and other goodies over on my Patreon. Tap in. Right now, I am kind of like you. I'm watching a comfort show from my childhood. I'm watching Mm -hmm. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like live action. Yes, you told me, yes. Right, the original. And I'm like... Wow, I used to watch this every day or mm-hmm. whenever it came on. I think it was every day, yeah. And like, because mm-hmm. you you were talking about how like you love like shows that have tons of seasons and tons of episodes, and I'm like, wow, this had so many episodes, mm-hmm. and they had a budget, honey. Like they had a <laughs> budget. I'm like, okay. wow, right. And back then, magic on TV and like all mm-hmm. of the little. And like the graphics and stuff. And then Salem, the cat is like, sometimes he's like a little like puppet thing. And then sometimes it's a real. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, they had a budget. And okay. the people the people that they have on, they had like many famous like musicians just randomly on it in, mm-hmm. in a particular episode or whatever. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, I'm just like, wow. They have- oh yeah, it's just kind of like, bringing me back memories of yesteryear mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's really cute. And then I'm also watching this show. It's a limited series called bodies and mm-hmm. it's a really cool sci-fi show that explores time travel. And basically it's these four parallel uh, like throughout history. Like I think the earliest mm-hmm. one is like, 1890 or something like that and then another year is like 2012 another year is in the future 20 i think like 50 something or something like that mm-hmm. and yeah and basically what happens the premise of the show is there is a dead body that shows up years oh. in the same exact spot yeah decades apart and uh, a detective from each time period discovers the body. And so, yeah, basically explores time travel and it's a like a, a limited series. So it's very mm-hmm. good. I've watched most of the episodes. I've, I only have two episodes left to watch and I really, really like it. It was recommended that to me by- fascinating. Very fascinating. You know, I love that cerebral shit. So mm-hmm. <laughs> very cute. Um, watching that which i really really like and sabrina and that's pretty much what i've been watching in terms of like media and stuff mm, love that love that like so you have like one of each something that's like uh, probably a bit more heavy and then you know you have sabrina to balance it out <laughs> yeah yeah love definitely it. um i don't i don't know the bo- body doesn't necessarily feel heavy it is a little gory i know you really don't like things like that so you probably sure. wouldn't watch it yeah <laughs> um it is a little gory but 
Is it heavy? A little bit. A little bit. Mm. I've watched this. I mean, I guess right. it's heavy because of like you know death and stuff. But yeah, no, it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool. It's like it's more interesting than anything. It's kind of like you're watching a puzzle. It's like huh, right. I do love a good mystery. Right. Okay. I might. I might get into that. <laughs> and look away okay, during okay. the gory parts, right? Yeah, you know, watch my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Back to the article. We're up to number five. And uh, number five is consider t- taking antidepressants. So, yeah, if light therapy or psychotherapy don't completely relieve your symptoms, prescription antidepressants may help you overcome seasonal depression. Yeah. And I think that, especially in our community, you know, this has been stigmatized for quite some time. But, you know, I really mm-hmm. just encourage people to unlearn their body mm-hmm. in many, many, many areas and do do the reading. You know, this is how our brains work. You know, this is this is this is real for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if if you're doing everything you can to make yourself feel better, then that's always a positive thing. That's yeah. always going to be a positive, you know? That's okay. so true. Mm-hmm. As soon as, I always say, I like to joke about it, but I'm like, as soon as I get into therapy, it's over for you, girl. It's just over, <laughs> okay? Because I feel like, ooh, I just know I could I could gain so much. I'm going to be so powerful. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah. Right. Um, Too powerful. Yeah, and, if, and if it comes to um, the antidepressants or whatever the case may be, depending on, you know, where I am, then so be it. I'm, like you said, like, as long as it's something that's making me better and it's something that's improving, like, why not? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Um, you know, but um, yeah. with that budget, when that that coin <laughs> comes in more um, steadily, she's going to be in therapy and it's going to be a wrap. <laughs> Period. But yes. Um, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, the next one we already did. Prioritize social activities. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Right. And this one. Okay, <laughs> so now we're up to number seven, which I really like this one too because it's similar to the whole like light one of set it and forget it. I love a good mm-hmm. set and forget. I love a good oh, it's just <laughs> set there. It. It's just, and forget it. <laughs> I love that. It's just already there for you. I don't have to like mm-hmm. think about an extra thing. Okay, so yeah. number seven is add to your treatment plan. Now, mm. aromatherapy is the use of essential oils for therapeutic purposes. And it may also help those with SAD, seasonal affective disorder. So yeah, um, there have been studies about essential oils um, that can potentially lessen symptoms of depression, depression and other psychological issues like anxiety and sleep mm-hmm. problems. Now me, myself, wow. I love a good lavender oil in the diffuser. I love a good lavender oil. To- lavender mm-hmm. is that girl. Mm-hmm. Smells so good. You go right to bed. It's so true. It's true. And so, yeah, um, the idea that there are certain essential oils that can make you feel happier or have more energy or have more, that's definitely one too. Um, Yeah, so it's Mm. just like using everything in your power or doing everything that you can, that you have access to within your means to sort of help improve your mood. I know for me, when I was first starting my journey with like mental wellness and stuff like that, just the fact Mm -hmm. that I was doing 
just the fact that I was doing so many things to try to make myself feel better made me feel at least a little bit better. Because I was like, oh, I'm actually yeah. doing something now about like I'm it. taking the steps now. Right. Right. Yeah, I get right. that. Yeah. That's fab. Love that. Well, it's cool. And my diffuser, <laughs> I have a diffuser, and it looks like a moon. It looks like a full Ooh. moon. Cute. It's so cute. So, yeah. I, I Mm-hmm. And they have one. They them pink salt himalayan pink salt things yes they have, they have ones too so okay. get right one of right there's variety so that's just my point like depending on what you like what kind of like vibe you have in your house or your room mm-hmm. what you're you going know, for. right what you're going for then you can get it according to that so mm. yeah. love it an ambiance an ambiance exactly you know the vibes <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> the next one is going to be number eight, and it is stick schedule. So people, <laughs> wait, is that a good one or a bad one? Like you are good at sticking to a schedule or not so good? I'm not very good oh. at it. But okay, I <laughs> I want to be better at it. I'll say that. You know, I feel I like. I feel like I feel like that's like hard that's or I don't know it, I guess it depends on who you are and also what's going on do you think you mm-hmm. like do you think you like not sk- sticking to a schedule because it offers you freedom because I remember earlier you mentioned something about like freedom like when it comes to sleep and stuff so do you think it might have something to do with that like not wanting to be sort of like tied down to a schedule tied down. yeah yeah I think that could be part of it mm-hmm. um I should really unpack that more. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably the gist of it. Very Aquarius, free, um, free bitch energy. Um, me, me being the free bitch. Yeah, um, yeah that's, yeah. that's what I got. <laughs> got you. Okay, well, that's cool too. No, but I think that this is how you get creative with the stuff, right? So it's like mm-hmm. stick to a schedule, saying things, saying every day. Because like for, for some of the, like for certain certain people, that just doesn't work for them. And yeah, right. like the, I guess a way that you can sort of combine those two things of like sticking to a routine or schedule and no, is like maybe instead of like, like oh I do the same thing at the same time every day maybe it's not that maybe it's like okay I know that taking a walk um maybe I can't do it every day at noon but maybe I can make a commitment to take a walk sometime during the day so it doesn't have to be at the same time like the, the routine doesn't have to necessarily be about like time and structure it can be more about like oh getting that thing sort of like done like a regularity kind of yeah situation mm-hmm. every single day at the same exact time so that makes sense mm-hmm. maybe it's just like trying to get creative with how you actually achieve the uh, the the thing the that you mm-hmm. come with. right because like i have a couple friends and they have adhd and um one of my friends in particular she would always say like this is so funny. She would find eating to be boring. So a lot of times, yeah, so, 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 so funny. Like, the funniest wow. thing. Like, yes. And I was like, oh, I guess, I guess eating is kind of boring because it's literally like you're just, yeah, I guess it is like, I guess the action is boring, but like, 
Huh. For me, for me, eating is a wonderful time because, like, I it's like having fun. Well, I don't know. I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it like it tastes so good and ma- uh-huh. it makes you feel happy and mm-hmm. it's like some variety is the different flavors the different textures everything so I love it because of that but I I was seeing what she was saying which is like it is boring like you're just like chewing. chewing like it's just <laughs> yeah like it's just so boring and um, I'm literally always doing something when I'm eating though like I'm listening to music oh. I'm watching like always so maybe she gotta uh, like start doing something while she's eating right. <laughs> like combining it with other things like, uh, okay, yeah me... i do not just sit down and eat it like at a table like i cannot remember the last time i did that so maybe uh, that's what it is for her mm-hmm. I don't, yeah who knows but yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe um oh and so yeah the reason why i brought that up is because well you already filled it in like she has to combine it with other things so uh, okay. right right so if you know you got to go to the laundromat and it's going to take you 10 minutes to walk to the laundromat, so eat on your way to the laundromat. So it's like mm. less boring, sort of like, you know, you get to be outside and watch the trees and the mm. cars go by and you're eating, you're doing the thing that you need to do or whatever. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Getting creative. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me jot that down. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Okay, so the next one is the get moving. This is the one that she was trying yes. to say before. Right. This is yeah. number nine. Right. And I was just talking about taking a walk. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> basically, certain forms of depression exercise can definitely help elevate, uh, alleviate, excuse me, not elevate, <laughs> not make worse. <laughs> oh my no gosh. Worries, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just sit down. Don't move. <laughs> Don't do nothing. <laughs> Just roll up a wall. It'll make it better. <laughs> Said no scientist doctor ever. <laughs> I cannot. So, so yeah. So basically, um, help with certain um forms of depression and certain things in general. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you either break a sweat, um, by following like a online workout video on YouTube, or you know, just, you know, getting up and moving your body, you know, I think a lot of people have this sort of all or nothing sort of mentality when it comes Mm. to exercise or physical activity. And I think that that is one of the biggest, you have an all or nothing attitude surrounding physical wellness. If you're like, oh, I have to go to the gym and lift a hundred pounds like the rock does, (laughs) right? Or, or, Or it doesn't count. Right. Like, it's like very defeating, like that mindset, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, for some people, the gym is not a, like that produce that causes a lot of people anxiety. Like, especially I know a lot of women really don't like going to a lot of gym, you know, being catcalled or looked at, like mm-hmm. their bodies looked at by like creepy men. Mm-hmm. Um and um, feeling like you like you're there to entertain them because of how they're acting and things. So for people who are fat or live in bigger bodies, I know that the gym can be a place of ridicule for them too. Right. Um, so, right. So um, there are definitely like real legitimate reasons for not wanting to go to the gym. Um, but uh, you don't have to go to the gym to move your body and to exercise. You can certainly take certainly do yoga at home or workout videos at home. You can certainly take a dance class or, um, 
you know, hire a personal trainer who uh, works with you outside of those sort of areas. Mm -hmm. um, there are many ways um, to sort of like make this sort of work. And yeah. um, our bodies are really important. So I feel as though if you have the ability to, because that's a whole other thing too, right? Like ability, disability. If you mm -hmm. have the ability to, um, you know, it will definitely uh, benefit you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I feel like I have been to gym in a minute, but when I did used to go regularly, mm -hmm. it would be like, oh my God, I gotta go to the gym. But like after, you know, being on the treadmill or the elliptical, like those endorphins and them them happy chemicals, they do become, mm -hmm. it's true. Like you were, you would feel like, oh my God, about having to go to the gym, especially in the cold. But once you mm -hmm. are actually there or once you're mm -hmm. actually doing the exercise, like mm -hmm. you do feel better. Um, so the people don't just be making that up. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's why I got to get back I've to it. <laughs> I've seen those tweets all the time, them tweets, maybe like, can you believe that it's true if you work <laughs> out a little bit, like you feel a little bit happier. Like I'm. I gag. I used to gag every time. <laughs> like, oh my god, I feel better again. <laughs> Not I feel happy. What the hell? What is this, honey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so true. So true. Oh, uh, man. Um, so the next one, and then we're going to take a little break. Um, mm -hmm. The next one, number 10, lucky number 10, is let the sunshine in. Okay. Mm. So this is another one that's a little controversial for me. I'll say I'm... My privacy. <laughs> well, for me, I guess what it is, because I'm thinking back to my sad boy era, um, uh... super duper sad boy era, bro, mm. and like, Woo! Let me tell you something. I did. I had the windows drawn. Okay, the windows <laughs> drawn, cover over my head. I wanted my environment to match how I felt inside. So, uh... right. So, what do you mean? Open the, <laughs> open the open the blinds. Open the. Uh, how dare you? Yeah, because it's you just call me. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. And so, and like, right. you know what? When I was really in my sad boy era, it would feel like the sun was mocking me. Why is yeah. it so, why is it so why beautiful? Why would you be that bright? <laughs> be that bright? Is the sky so clear and gorgeous? Uh-uh. No. No, because I don't feel that way. So why would you? Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I get so, that. Yeah, so I definitely. It's it's tough and like I guess like that like that that does that will like you're kind of lack like if you really are in or at least for me I'll speak for myself when I was really in the mud for real mm -hmm. you like I couldn't muster up that that desire to actually open a blind or mm -hmm. so, I don't know I feel like it's like that like it's a thin line between. I can open the blinds and do this and <laughs> I literally cannot open the blinds and I cannot do uh, this. Or, uh, or I don't know, I guess for me, I would do things like, okay, well, I'll let myself have like maybe like one or two or three days where like the blinds are shut. But then on that mm -hmm. fourth day, on that third day, like, on uh, that fifth day. Do something to like. Something. 
feel a little better. Yeah. A little bit. I, even if I just let the light in, even if I just go for a walk around the block, even if I just eat mm-hmm. eat a meal, I'm just I'm gonna let myself have those first couple days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, on that fifth day, on that tenth day, I'm gonna okay. Let me let me open up the light a little bit, like the blinds a little bit. You know. Right. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think sometimes okay. it is just like the little things, you know, um, mm-hmm. even if you can't do like everything on the list, like every day, like I feel mm-hmm. like that may be asking too much, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> like maybe like a couple of them um, when you can't, when you're feeling up to it kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you said, like, um, yeah, basically what you said, but um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we are now going to talk about, music that we are listening mm-hmm. and like to a professional musician right now and i just <laughs> literally just went to see rob perform like about a week ago and about a week ago um and, <laughs> and wow the excellence that that had <laughs> the that 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 had the yes. <laughs> the vibrato, the the technique, yes, get that into had, it. yeah, the resonance, yeah, ah, the ring, yeah. My voice teacher is <laughs> celebrating, okay, <laughs> the <laughs> celebration of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, oh God, thank you, friend. I really of appreciate you that. <laughs> and so, like, seeing live music during this time is just so important to, to mm. I think, to all humans, but especially to me. I love live music. I love live theater. Um, you know, seeing things. And, like, I think that for some people, um, they think that all plays or all, like, shows, like, music, live theater shows or whatever, are, like, just so incredibly affordable, um, unaccessible. And Mm -hmm. I would just have to argue, especially if you live in a major city, that's not always true. You just have to kind of keep looking Mm -hmm. because your, your concert, a whole concert, a whole concert with professional musicians was (laughs) so affordable. It was $30. That is very Mm -hmm. affordable. You know what I mean? That's That's like going to the movies. Mm -hmm. Basically. Yeah. Um, after that and, popcorn and all them drinks and shit, it mm-hmm. really do be like thirty, thirty-five dollars. <laughs> Literally. So yeah. yeah, so there's that. And then also like I'm thinking about theater, like plays that I've seen and, and things, you know, they have the the rush pass where like if you know that you want to see a show later on in the day, if you just go a lot earlier, uh you can buy whatever seats they still have available and get it at a discounted rate. They have mm-hmm. certain right uh also something called the signature theater and that is uh, really close to Times square and i've been going there for over what almost 15 years now which is wild to say mm-hmm. for a really long time and back in the day all of their shows used to be 25 dollars max now it's a oh, little wow. bit more right all of their tickets now i think it has gone up to 30 if i'm not mistaken or something like that but that's still mm-hmm. like very affordable and like the quality is it's Mm -hmm. it's like it's master class like it's like it's there you know what i mean love that right right and so they were definitely affected by covid and things like that so i'm not sure i think their schedule is like now but 
My point mm -hmm. is kind of that there are places like this. I also go to um, a spot called Cafe Arzuli, which is in Brooklyn. And oh, they, I've heard of this. Mm -hmm, they have live jazz every single Wednesday and Thursday, like mm -hmm. professionals. And they, like that one is, it's like free, there's no cover charge to like go in. You mm -hmm. just go, you go get a drink or order food or something like that. And you can like tip, um, but mm. there's no, there's no like cover charge. Cover. Right, so I love that. Right, love stuff like that. Right, um, so have you been listening to any particular artists lately, or have you just been kind of like going over the music over and over and over again? Um, so I think actually one of my favorite hobbies is I don't do it often enough, but like trying to discover new music. Um, mm -hmm. You know, your Spotify's, your Apple Music's, most of the streaming platforms have, like, suggested artists mm -hmm. based on what you're already listening to. And mm -hmm. I sometimes will just spend hours, like, going through, like, you know, say Alex Isley, who I love, and seeing who they recommend based on her. And mm -hmm. I found, like, tons of other artists just doing that kind of stuff. So, um, well, I guess I would start off by Alex Isley. I've loved for, like, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. saw her live incredible wow um just beautiful voice very much daughter of brandy tees um yeah yeah i've been listening to a lot janelle monet's last project was um just fan fucking fantastic mm -hmm. just like a sonic masterpiece the transitions mm. the songs the the vocal the beats it's it's just oozes sex and i love it mm -hmm. um there's a girl named Ciprel who i think like somebody suggested her to me, and I I, I liked her album, uh, Victoria Monet. Um, yeah. Who else? Who else? Jaguar two stream oh, Jaguar two. Period. Period. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think it's Take Maidza. Just released an EP that's really good. Um, What's it called? Yeah. So what what I'm hearing is um. Black women <laughs> stream black women. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna get to do every time. It's called Sweet Justice. Um Sweet Justice. Some fab songs in there. Kate Trinata actually produced two of them, I believe. Ooh, um, Brandy a Christmas album, which is crazy to say, but she did. And I've been getting to into some of that a little bit. Um oh, wait, I feel James like Fogelroy. you were telling us about this. Oh, oh, oh. Mm -hmm. I feel like you were telling me about the Brandy uh, Christmas album the other day, and you were saying that it is a Christmas album, it but is it's a Christmas it's like... album. It's also not. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's it's very much a Brandy R and B album uh -huh. with um nods to Christmas. <laughs> so like, I would say like Chris... maybe three or four next, given like okay, this R and B song. And you said the word Christmas like three times. And that's okay because we, so, we came here for the vocals. <laughs> so sprinkling sprinkling Christmas, Christmas themes like R and B track. Yeah. For I I would yeah. say maybe three or four of the songs. And I think it's eight songs altogether. Because she do she okay. does do um like um Santa Baby and a couple other like Santa. standards. Okay. But, yeah. Some of it is I'm like, okay, this R&B. And, and you know what? Brandy's an R&B girl, so be rock. Be rock with it. Be rock <laughs> right. Be I'm, rock with it. <laughs> I'm so curious to hear um, hear it. Uh, hear, yeah, uh, especially, Santa, Santa, especially Santa Baby. Um, mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I'm very curious and like, wow, like her voice is so incredible and mm -hmm. that she has. I'm so curious what her lower notes sound like on that song, especially mm -hmm. like it's such a sultry, sultry, sexy song, you know, so mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it. We'll we'll talk more. Once again, mm -hmm. when I when I come back on for you know when part you two, we'll you know we'll <laughs> we'll break that down. We'll reconvene. What about you though? What are you listening to these days? So, okay, so I have been re-listening to Moses Sumney again. Yes, babe. <laughs> okay, and like, just wow, an artist, honey. I am yes. so, I am so blown away and impressed. By mm -hmm. Moses Sumney. Uh, if if uh, nobody listened to Moses Sumney, the best way I can sort of describe his music is kind of like it's like an alt sort of like alt classical like genre blending. Sometimes mm -hmm. rock, sometimes he mixes like, in rock, um, mm -hmm. some R and B elements. Yeah, folk. I, I would definitely folk. say like an alternative girly, definitely. Yeah. 100%. So yeah, um incredible beautiful voice. Um mm -hmm. really just really the the writing. You know I'm a writer, yeah. so mm -hmm. when the writing is good, I'm just like oh my I've transcended, Rob. I've transcended. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, the writing is just so poetic and it's mm -hmm. so gorgeous. Unique. He's so mm -hmm. unique. Yeah. You right. Um <laughs> period. Also uh, Bianca. <laughs> all right. Listening to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right. Always. Always. <laughs> and I've also been listening to Alan Stone again. Um are you familiar oh, with Alan Stone? Ooh, yeah. That's kind of like okay. a a blast from the past for me. Right. Um exactly. I, I think I used to listen to him like um college era, like quite uh, a bit. Wow. But I think I don't know, I just I fell off but yeah super talented super talented yeah um and when i used to sing i used to get comments that i sounded kind of like him he's ah. so yeah he has like such like a gospel sort of gospel soul foundation to his voice mm -hmm. and where i learned to sing from i learned to sing when i was a uh, christian and everything so mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i definitely have like an affinity to a lot of his music yeah. and um, you know, I just understand it, like, just musically, like, it just makes a lot of sense for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Even, like, lyrics, too. Like, I really like a lot of, like, his lyrics for the most part, because I think that for me coming up, you know, I would like a lot of the girls, like, or guys specifically, I'm talking about gender right now, specifically, like, men. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would like, I would like, <laughs> I would like a lot of the guys, like, singing voices, but mm -hmm. in terms of, like, in terms of content, the content like ugh, yeah the writing it's right not giving <laughs> right, right and it's like you know like it is something that they definitely do to like men in particular like uh, like r&b men and stuff like that like mm -hmm. they want to sing about something else they make them sort of like sing or they write the songs that they write or the the label approves will go on the project or be released centers like sex or like centers like seducing a woman or whatever mm -hmm. and, everything has its place like that's wonderful but like the fact that like this entire genre like the only kinds of songs that will even get like greenlit a lot especially for like a lot of men 
our songs uh, surrounding like, you know, like, I don't know, appealing to women sexually. Um, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe back in the day, they used to be, you know, the begging R&B, like, baby, please, <laughs> yes, I love true. you, take me back, right. Things like that. Uh -huh. Like, <laughs> there's only so many jackets. There's only so <laughs> many times that could, right. that could be a song, though. Right. <laughs> yes, that true. can't right, in the rain, right. Um, <laughs> so, um, I think what I like about a lot of Alan Stone's music is that, like, you know, sometimes he is just love or like having a crush on a girl or like, I don't know, some more sort of variety and some more vulnerabilities and, and mm -hmm. things like that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I really liked a lot of his music. And then sometimes he's just singing about the world and the state of the world or like mm -hmm. certain poetry or things like that. So it kind of appeals to me because of that aspect of it, too. I get that. I get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm, okay, I love that. Love that. So now we're going to round out the rest of the article. So now we're going to do ways 11 to ways 14. So way number 11 of combating the winter blues is take vacation or staycation. For, for those of you who are like me, who are... Uh, mental well wellness girlies who are balling on a budget, maybe sure. a, a staycation might be better than a vacation. Um, mm -hmm. Even if you, I don't know, let's say book out an Airbnb or book out a hotel or motel somewhere um, just for a night or two or a weekend or something like that with your friends and y'all agree like, okay, well, we're gonna go see a show on Friday night and then go back to our hotel and have fun and then maybe just get brunch or something then the, the next morning. That's like a really mm -hmm. nice, lovely way to like just hang out with friends and make it like really simple and fun. It doesn't have to be super complicated, you know? Um, so true. And that can really help because it, it helps you like look forward to something like, oh, we're gonna do this, mm -hmm. we're gonna get we're gonna get all dressed up or maybe not. Maybe we'll just like get to hang it, hang out and stay in, watch movies. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that's a really great idea. And then who have a bit more money, y'all can, you know, take a flight. Y'all don't need to be catch a trip. Y'all don't need to be in cold ass New York in the winter. Like Cabo or go to where do where the girls be going? Tulum. <laughs> I think right. based on the Twitter conversations I've uh -huh. seen, the girls are I think they've moved on from her. But that was that was the big one. Um, right. Yeah, as of late. Like the last <laughs> that okay. I've seen. The last couple years, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then like a throwback one was Santorini, you know, in Greece. Like it was just stunning. Oh yes, the girls love Greece. Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah. Definitely, definitely. You got options. Okay, so number 12. I am going to say it, but I'm going to whisper it because I know, <laughs> I know, I know my girl. <laughs> and I know you're not going to like this one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I'm going to I'm gonna whisper it, okay? I'm going to... Okay. Number 12 is the Did you hear me? I did not. <laughs> I don't think anybody heard you. Not even, not even the Lord. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> your FBI agent, like, what? <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, okay. I will use my voice. I will use my um my diaphragm. <laughs> okay. So number twelve. Consider avoiding alcohol. Blackness that this has. Oh, honestly, an N word, F word, at that. It was like a combo. <laughs> Ooh, oh my God. My word. Um, okay, okay. Say more on this. I guess uh, we'll, we'll entertain it. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to just breathe. Breathe on through. <laughs> because I have a guest here with me, and I'm not trying to upset my guest. So. <laughs> Um, essentially, you know, it's nothing that a lot of us don't know. Basically, you know mm-hmm. how, uh, you know, alcohol is a depressant. It's not, it's a downer, not an upper. We, we know that. Mm-hmm. First time. Uh, <laughs> so. Cause I'd be up. <laughs> right. It like, it removes your inhibitions, but from a neurological mm-hmm. perspective and also physiological yes. perspective is technically a downer. Right. Okay. So yes. Um, But basically, um, it just talks about how uh, it can definitely have a negative impact on you um, in terms of uh, like mentally, especially surrounding depression. I know that for myself, um, when I was in college and also like shortly after college, um, yeah, I did not realize that a couple of things were uh, sort of triggering my depression um, from like a... uh, what I put in my body perspective. So, right. So I didn't have, I didn't really for real drink coffee like that, like that until I was in college. And Mm -hmm. I started drinking when I was like 21. So um, yeah, so college age. And so yeah, um, coffee definitely used to make me even more anxious. Like I was starting to learn like, oh, I have anxiety. And coffee certainly made me way more anxious. Mm-hmm. And um, certainly uh, with alcohol, it definitely, uh, you know, contributed to my own depression. So for a while, um, when I was initially in therapy, I definitely had quit um, alcohol and um, coffee, taking breaks and things like that for, from that. Mm-hmm. Um if you are a SAD SADS girly, um, you know, you might just like benefit from like, let's say taking a week off from drinking or two weeks or mm-hmm. three weeks or a month good or cleanse. whatever. Mm-hmm. A good winter, like even like a winter cleanse, like maybe you mm-hmm. don't drink from like December until like March or something, or I don't know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love that. I love that for the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got you. Next one. <laughs> 15 is keep a journal. Let me tell you something, Rob. Yes, I sir. am a journal girly. I yes. do this. I am not new to this. I <laughs> am true to this. And let me tell you something else. 
in addition to journaling out my feelings, writing them out, I am good for a voice note. I will make a voice note uh -huh. to myself. Yes, right. Especially like if it's like big emotions, like if uh -huh. I, yeah, I'll go to my journal, like, oh, just writing. It's just like a nice habit. But if like there's something that either like really is or really is making me sad or really is like, I can't quite like get to the discomfort, that means mm -hmm. I have to talk about it, right? That means I have to make myself a voice note and just get the and I don't send it to anybody. I don't need to like, you know what I mean? It's just it's like just for, for me. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. for me. And it's just so good. I love that. I have a friend who does mm -hmm. um, video journaling. Mm. It's very interesting. I, um, yeah, I think for me, probably the writing um, situation would probably be the best route. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm going to get into that too. There's so many things that I have to just get into. Mm -hmm. um yeah that's Once. you know what new year new year is coming up mm -hmm. so perhaps i will um set some resolutions i do not like new year's resolutions mm -hmm, but no. maybe this year um i'll do a couple because i've been taking i've been taking a year or two off of them so maybe i'll, mm -hmm. I'll get back into it that would be cool and i'll journal and i'll i'll mm -hmm. go to the gym um pretty regularly i'll try um, mm -hmm. might even splurge and get me a um a sunlight lamp, you know, mm -hmm. or um I forget what it's called, but the light box thing. The light box. Mm -hmm. Wait, I have a question. Mm -hmm. How come how come you don't like uh New Year's resolutions? Wow. Um, I think simple answer is when I didn't get them done, I felt worse. I like I felt bad. Oh, and that yeah. was not. Um, I don't think that was good for me. <laughs> but yeah. you know, um. Yeah, that's the short answer. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't, I don't regularly set New Year's in, uh resolutions. Like sometimes I do. Like there are some years where like, oh yeah, I set resolutions. Um, mm -hmm. but something that I do every year. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think you know why. I think it's because I'm pretty like for the most part I'm pretty goal oriented already. So, yeah, like, so you like I, regularly kind of work on work on a lot of things for yourself. Yeah, so and I think yeah. I I try to do that throughout the year rather than like let it be like New Year's New Year's Eve resolution like this certain time every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that, that makes sense, sense, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we've come to our final final way of yes. combating winter blues. This mm. way is a little for everyday health. Can you believe they said get enough vitamin D? Uh, like, what do they mean by that? I don't know. Well, I guess I guess what they're probably trying to say is that like you get a lot of that from the sun. So if it's no, winter. It they're talking about they're talking about penis. They're talking no, about No, they're not. Wait, did I not <laughs> read that one? No fucking no. way. No, they're not. They're not. This is slender. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> <laughs> you just gagged me. I was literally about to go back to the article like, now hold on. I know no, I'm good for reading sexual anyone. <laughs> 
I said everything. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Okay, okay. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, wait, I don't think, he, I don't think he understands what I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, no, no. But um, that. got you, got you. <laughs> no. But, so we're we're they mean vitamin D like the supplement, not the other kind of vitamin D. The wee, the wee wee. <laughs> <laughs> Right, they're not talking oh. about fucking the text texts. They're talking. <laughs> that tweet was funny to me. When I first saw that, I think my jaw dropped. I was like, oh. <laughs> "Be the fifth. <laughs> oh. Hilarious! You are so funny. So creative. Oh, so funny. So- so creative um okay so (laughs) so yes vitamin d supplements um essentially it's caused by a low dietary intake of this vitamin or just not enough sunlight exposure which definitely happens during these months where we have less of it Mm -hmm. a sunlight available so yeah, this is definitely just something to add to your daily supplement. It's it's a thing that is really not that uh I don't know, to me it doesn't take that much like uh sort of like <laughs> what I was saying is that yeah, this last final tip, last final way seems seems like, you know, not something that's going to take a lot of effort or time. You just take a pill every day. Vitamin D mm-hmm. pill, right, along with some food and water. And, you know, it might positively infect, uh, impact your mood. So I think that's really cool. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one makes sense. It's simple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. It's just some vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And maybe some other vitamin D. Oh, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Survey says... <laughs> Oh, do it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, we're pretty much um at the end. And yeah, I guess I wanted to know if you had any maybe other rituals that you do over the colder months or any other like ways you think about making it through. The way I get it get through is looking forward to December 21st. So that is the winter solstice. So that is the year, every year. And mm-hmm. so as long as I get to December 21st, I can then be like, well, we're getting a little bit more sunlight each day. Mm-hmm. So cold, which I really don't like. I really, really don't like the fact that it's... <laughs> so... Right just make it to December 21st or December 22nd, I'm like, okay, we're getting a little bit more sun. It's getting closer and co- closer to spring and summer, which is true. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess for me, thinking in that same vein, I guess I'd look forward to my birthday and um, or New Year's, New Year's Eve weekend. Like yeah. I sometimes will go to Atlanta with the girlies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, bring it back to trips and celebrations, that kind of thing. I look forward to those times. So um, I just keep in mind that, you know, while the season is hard, you know, there's a lot of um, things to look forward to in mm-hmm. 
in the season. Yeah. So yeah. So I like making that's what I got. Got you. Making plans and making things to look forward to, even if they're small. I think another one, mm-hmm. the last one I'll say, is maybe like taking up projects or baking more. Like, just because not, yeah not for no reason in particular just to bake them like just oh yeah i'm baking cookies tomorrow i'm doing this mm-hmm. tomorrow um because i know that for me normally during the spring especially i tend that's when i tend to do my um grinding grinding no gardening oh like gardening. your plants oh well, to be honest, I just put them them bad boys outside. Went once it's, it's <laughs> warm enough. thing. They 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 love it out there. Um, but no, okay. um, but with alcohol, so that's when I will make my um my what do you call them? Why is the word slipping me? It's- Mojito. Oh no, the way it's like a uh, with alcohol. So you can I normally put lavender. I make lavender gin. So um, I'll make lavender gin, or I'll make, um, or I'll make spicy tequila, um, <laughs> or like inf- so like infusions. Yes, that's what it's called. Oh, infusions. infusions. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Right. So I'll infuse the. I was liquor. like, you're making hooch, friend. <laughs> <laughs> hooch in the back, right? Or wait, what else they call it? They call it um, absinthe, or like what is it? Yeah, yeah. absinthe. Yeah. Oh, my lord. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm making it from scratch. Um, I'm just doing infusions. So another good infusion too could be like rosemary with uh, bourbon or something like that. Um, depending, mm. Yeah, depending on what you like um, in terms of flavors and good cocktail bar at home or bar at home. You know, just having these little like extra things. So I normally do that in the springtime, but mm-hmm. I am thinking of like maybe I need a winter project. So um i don't know i guess i keep my ear to the ground but i also started playing pokemon they got yes. yeah pokemon scarlet and i'm just like revisiting my 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 inner child and just like you know i couldn't play video games up until a certain point like you know what let me let me buy a pokemon game and just call it a day makes sense makes sense mm-hmm. to me so yeah mm. That is the episode. Thank you so much for joining us, Rob. And I you. Yeah, of course. And the How Do You Want It podcast is available on all streaming platforms, correct? Correct. Yes, I believe. Um, (laughs) I just wanted to make a quick, uh, I guess, addendum or edit. It is how do underscore the letter U want it. Um, if you're searching us um, on platforms and things of that nature. Got it. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your time. And I will. Alrighty. Thanks, JR. Thank you. Bye. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the Let's Heal Already podcast. To be clear, I'm not advocating for an emotionally intelligent patriarch or for more men to begin and end their work at feeling comfortable painting their nails, wearing dresses, or expanding what falls under the fold of masculinity. Similarly, I do not want to be a highly efficient, well-adjusted worker under capitalism, which is often the aim of Western therapy models. 
I am calling for the system to be abolished. That system is imperialist, cis-heterosexist, white supremacist, capitalist, patriarchy. Please leave a rating or review on the platform you use to listen to this podcast, and feel free to share this with your friends. Donation to show support can be made at J-R-Y-U-S-S-U-F on Venmo. Thank you.